I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. From Postcard from the Past and the award-winning Wardour Studios, this is Podcast from the Past, the Postcard Podcast. This is the place where we consider old picture postcards, their messages and their images that take us from Cornwall to Casablanca, from banality to heartbreak, as we explore what it is that causes us to keep hold of these little cardboard oblongs. Each time I welcome a guest, and it's their postcards that act as small clues, prompts, to direct us towards memories, mysteries and stories. I'm Tom Jackson, and I'm delighted to say that today my guest is writer, critic, lecturer, Jonathan Gibbs. Jonathan, welcome to Podcasts from the Past. Hi there, Tom. Now, you may know Jonathan Gibbs from his novels, Randall, The Large Door, or his long poem in response to the coronavirus epidemic, remember that, Spring Journal. Or you may have come across his online project, A Personal Anthology, where he invites writers and other bookish people to dream edit, to edit their sort of fantasy anthology of all their favourite short stories. Jonathan joins us today, bearing a, hmm, let me see, is that an SE26 postmark? Yeah, it is. I've been, I've been living in Sydenham, I've been living in South East London for about the last sort of uh, 20 years or so, brought up in Essex. So there is a sort of CM4 postcard hiding okay. there in the past as well. So you're staying sort of, sort of east a bit, yeah, but not very much. Yeah, yeah. And how's Sydenham? Sydenham is lovely, yeah. I mean, it's one of those interesting places that isn't the centre of anybody's map of London, but it's got a great bookshop. Shout out to Kirkdale Books. It's got a nice high street and it's only just got a Starbucks, so it's sort of uh, clinging on to a sense of that's individuality. That's the beginning or the end of civilization. I'm yeah, not sure which way you should look yeah. at it. Yeah. Now, Jonathan, do you still send postcards? I do. I am dependable holiday postcard sender to a select few. Very good. And who's on the who's on the group? May I, may I ask? Uh, family members. Uh, sometimes my friend Neil, who we'll, we'll be meeting uh, in a minute. I and think looking back through the the shoebox, it right. does reoccur to me that sometimes the surprise postcard can be a wonderful thing. But I think the people that when a postcard lands on the doorstep, the family members probably know. Oh, Jonathan's on. Uh, okay. Very well. You've, you've you've created a kind of signature kind of correspondence. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's better than standing outside the house with a with a klaxon or something. <laughs> anyway. Um, well, before we see and hear these cards that Jonathan's brought along, um, I'll give you a quick one of mine. Mm. This is, of course, uh, a postcard from the past postcard, like I do on Twitter or my book. It's an old card from which I've selected just a part of the message. Um, and this one here, I'm going to remove my uh, helpful post-it note from the back of it. Here we are. It's a, it's a, uh, a very blue card. It's the River Ouse in York. Um, 
it has a rather attractive mm. decal edge. Yeah. It's printed by, it doesn't say who, um, I think it might be a Colour Master card deep down, but there's no there's no mm. publisher named on it. It's from, mm, hard to see, 19, early 60s, if anything, I would say. Mm. Anyway, what was it that interested me about this picture of uh, boats on the River Ouse? The message says, um, oh, yes, uh, on the left, you see the big boats that run pleasure trips up and down the river. True oh, enough, yeah, true yeah. enough. And it says, and by the way, this is, uh, this is to Penny from Dad, um, and it's to, to Penny is in Cornwall, so it's going quite a long way from, from York. And he says, um, there are lots of smashing shops here too. And then Dad has a go at uh, the, the kind of youth speak. Uh, and he says, dinging frocks and shoes. <laughs> and uh, well, I, I, I'd not heard dinging. Is that, yeah. is that something? Have you come across dinging? No, I haven't. And but I, the Dad... To daughter, dad to child, postcard. Having listened to some of the other podcasts, Jeremy Noel Todd's, I remember talking about his oh, father. Oh yes, yes, yes. I have a from lot the of Bodleian, postcards. I, think they were. I have a lot of postcards from my father who was travelling. Lovely uh, for work from around the world, oh. and you know, I love my I love my father still. But there, I wonder if historically and generationally, the if there was a time, if there were a number of decades in which fathers were travelling for work, yes, and thinking about you know the the reticence of the British dad, if the postcard was a particular dad way of interacting. Dad on work. Yeah. I think you might be right because also it was difficult to phone even yep. if you were in a, a guest house or a hotel or something. And uh, anyway, what do you say on the phone? Mm. <laughs> so uh, I, th I think you might be right because I mean, holiday postcards from this period, and this is, like, I say, late 50s, early 60s, nearly all the cards are written by the mother yep. if it's a family holiday. Yeah. But then if dad's away on work on his own, mm. <laughs> yeah, suddenly yeah. The, the work falls to him. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe he's in work mode anyway. He's had to write a report or something on uh, <laughs> the number of shoes he's sold in, in York or whatever it may be. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, dinging... What was it? Dinging frocks. Dinging frocks. Yeah. Dinging frocks. There you are. Uh, if I was a, a cliche on Twitter, I'd say, I think I saw them at the Bull and Bush. Or, uh, <laughs> that's a John Peel record anyway. Yeah, you know, yeah. Dinging frocks. One to remember. Try, try and sneak that into your next novel. Absolutely, yeah. You, yeah. To be honest, you might struggle. <laughs> um, another, another quick one. Um, at the risk of eking this out. This is, um, well, what a classic image. It's Blackpool Tower. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it claims to be a rough sea. A, a mm -hmm. Rough seas are a, a sort of uh, 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 one of the great uh, topoi, one of the great subjects mm. of postcards from the earliest days. Um, and it does get rough in Blackpool. Mm. Again, actually, it's, it's um, got a slight decal edge, rather nice. This one is um, Bamforth. Um, People know Bamforth from their song cards and and, and uh, comic cards really later in, in, in the century. Um, but they were based in Holmforth. Um, and on this one, oh, I just thought this gives you a, a, a little a little picture of holiday life. Really, mm. it's uh, sent to Linda from Pamela. Uh, Linda lived at Workington, Cumberland, uh, and she may still live there. Mm. I don't know, but it was in 1972, August. 16th of August, the absolute height of summer. That's your summer break. And um, she's having a great time. The weather is hot. So a bit like it is today, mm. where it's hot. We went to Morecambe last week, Blackburn yesterday, and we're going to Burnley today. So she's absolutely spreading away around the northwest. Next week, we're going to Blackpool Zoo, which has just opened. We've been to see Mutiny on the Buses. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I think if you were making up a kind of cliche of popular culture yeah. in, in 1972, going to see Mutiny on the Buses yeah. might have been put. She puts it in capital letters as well, <laughs> I'm glad to say. And I'm not an expert on those films, but I have a suspicion that might have been the second on the buses film. You know, surely the first one was something called On, on the Buses. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, also, you know, what better place? Or sort of Kiss Me Quick kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, endlessly attempt to kiss me quick, I think, you know, on yeah. the buses. But anyway, so um, that was that was Pamela's, uh, the highlight of her trip. Uh, she probably enjoyed going to see that more than she enjoyed going to Blackburn and Burnley. But <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Um, Excellent. I should remind all of you listening at home, um, the images of the cards that we look at today and we discuss are on the show notes, as they call them. Uh, postcardfromthepast.co.uk so you can see the cards um, and you can see that we're not making it up and you may have very different reflections on them than we have. Now, uh, Jonathan, you've been kind enough to bring along to the studio some postcards of your own. Yes. Um, Let's have a look at the first one. This is a a town square, is it? Yes, it is. What what have we got? Uh, We've got a town square in Broughton in Furness in Cumbria. Nice. And in the middle of the town square is a memorial with a couple of people sitting on the steps and there is a post bus. <laughs> Are you aware, Tom, of the post bus as a type of vehicle? Uh, I think I've seen one in the Postal Museum, but I don't really know what it's for. It looks a bit sort of Postman Pat, doesn't it? It does. Um, the This uh, post bus travelled up. I don't know how many of them there were in the country, but we used to go and stay in the Lake District in the Dudden Valley, which goes up north from Broughton towards Scarfell and Scarfell Pike. Lovely. But it doesn't emerge at the end. It's a dead-end valley which means the the post bus used to travel up and down, collecting and delivering mail, but also acting as a small bus, public bus. Oh, I see. People and post. People and post. (laughs) And so you would... But when you travelled, obviously, you had to wait while the postman or post lady collected and delivered the... um, collected and delivered the post and so we used to stay uh, in a this is folklore that's come alive it feels like it yeah i mean it's a it's a place that's absolutely dear to my heart in the dudden valley um a a slightly further branch of my family owned a hut that was built post-war and so we used to go and stay in a hut that was on land belonging to turner hall farm what's a hut a hut is a it, well, it's it's glamping avant la lettre. It was a two-room <laughs> hut. Tell me write that down. Timber, a, a timber hut um, raised up from the ground with a chemical toilet out the back and bunks and, uh, you know, gas stoves. Wow. Beautifully appointed inside, but very, very, uh, you know, basic, but everything that you need. Great. Um, and uh, I think the land had been permission or rented i don't know whatever from the local farm and so we used to go and stay there and uh and, and go walking in the lake district and um in fact this we'll get to the back of the card but yes the we went there a number of times as a family and i've been back there since as well um and so i remember traveling on the post bus right, and okay. it was you know that it would the driver post uh, worker would absolutely hurtle up and down the the quite small road going up and down the valley uh, so it's quite a bumpy ride um, and then you'd stop at a post box to, to to deliver the mail or stuff would be delivered and you know the the homeowners would travel down into Broughton and do their shopping and then get the afternoon post it went twice a day 
remember this is when the sort of when thing the... you hear about uh, you know, on Shetland or something. Yeah, absolutely. And, and yet yeah. you're in <laughs> not that far from anywhere, really. No, but no. And so it's partly why I picked it is that it's uh, you know it's it is a really um, it's a place that is dear to my heart, but it's also a really interesting little artifact. And if you do if you turn it over and look at the back, you'll see there's a stamp. Oh yes. Saying, I never know what you call that. Is it a special frank? Or? Yeah, it's a special frank, like something like you know, like a visa card, visa, you know, or a youth hostel card that's, stamp. That's right. Yes, yes. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sort of, I'm, I'm uh, identifying myself culturally here with these references. Yeah, yeah. And it says, "Posted on the Royal Mail Bus, oh. Dutton Valley." And there's a, so there's the postmark and the stamp and the address and the. Uh, so you could sort of cheat the, the post. You, you, you literally handed it to the yes, driver. Yes, exactly. Yes, yeah. Um, Lovely. And so you can see. I mean, I've never se- I don't remember seeing this on a postcard anywhere else. Please leave the space above the line clear for postal franking. Oh, um, that's so that bossy, it, isn't it? It, it, it sort of limits the amount of space for writing. And in fact, in looking through my shoebox of postcards, I was intrigued and amused. Some postcards really cramp the amount of space that you've got to write, don't they? <laughs> yes. With the amount of detail that they give. Yes. What is the function of this postcard? Is it to. This can be a blessing, of course. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> shorter, shorter messages. <laughs> So the date on this is the 5th of August, 1977, which makes me five. Uh, It's written, it's addressed to me. um, Oh, yes, yes. It's addressed to me at my uh, my childhood home in in Essex. It's written by my mum. And the next card after this, which I haven't brought in, so we went back the next year and I wrote the next one. Uh, addressing it to myself, and so my parents would as a sort of souvenir to yourself. Yeah, so my, and my, something that my parents encouraged us to do, a, you know, a few times. So I've got nice. you know four or five postcards from various places written to me by me, um, <laughs> and I've encouraged my children to do that as well because I think it, you know, you, it's the sort of thing that you don't at the time it doesn't really mean very much, and you get home and yes. oh look, I've got a postcard. Yes, That's yes. funny, but and in forty fact, you know years what? later, I, I found this a few times recently. I've sent cards from holiday to family hmm. i think i wish i'd sent one to myself yeah if only to see if they'd arrived yes so i'd yeah. know yes <laughs> a sort of uh, like a, a kind of uh, reference point yeah and how long it, now, nowadays it'd be also will i be home before the yeah yeah, yeah oh and and you know it, these things can be very erratic whether you're in britain yes, or absolutely. italy or spain or wherever you are yeah so this is 1977 the 1978 card i wrote to myself and you would have had the sort of scrawly six-year-old handwriting jonathan stayed at seathwaite in the Dadden Valley from July 30th to August the 6th, 1977, and travelled on the post bus on August the 4th. This journey was made to collect the milk from Hall Dunnerdale Farm on a very wet day. It does read a little bit like a police statement, you know. Yeah, I mean, but I'm hoping, you know, it's there for my biographer as well, you know, in a few years. They'll be able to pin me Get down. Get your papers in order. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I remember, yeah, collecting Fantastic. the milk from the farm oh. and it, all these things that... They dis- you know, they as they disappear and recede into the distance, you don't think very much about them, and then you remember actually, yeah, when you start talking to your children, and then you realise how old you sound. Yes. Um, and it, and that's because you are. Oh. Um, so it, I, I I love that for its uh, for its moment in time, and that you know there is a there is information there about the on the postcard about the beautiful Dudden Valley. Um, the post bus travels through the beautiful Dudden Valley in Lakeland with mail and passengers. The buses are being introduced by the post office in some remote areas where there is no public transport. Well, fair enough, that explains it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There is yeah. a story that I, I read, I think, in Alan Johnson's book about when he was a postman, about, I hope I've remembered this right, uh, Jeffrey Bernard, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, yeah. the alcoholic writer. Yeah. Apparently he used to, to get a lift into the, to the station or, or something... He would post a letter, and then when the postman came to pick it up, 
he'd get a lift in the post van or, or something. <laughs> I, I don't remember the ins and outs of it. But basically, he was sort of uh, improvising a yeah. version of what was yeah, going on here. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. People and post in the same vehicle. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you're probably lucky this was... Uh, Locals and holidaymakers, rather than uh, yes. lo- loose columnists, <laughs> heading off. Up I to don't Soho. remember them. I don't remember them. But the 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 only literary collection I know uh, that's not the sort of Lakes poets is that the Turner Hall Farm does turn up in Richard Adams' novel, The Plague Dogs. Oh um, goodness me! Which is a really great novel. Do you know? Do you know that one about? I've never dogs? read it. I, I, I remember it when it came out. But yeah, I I dogs that escape from a uh, a sort of animal testing lab, um, and um, and they they part of their journey. It's very specific. You can follow it on a map, and it goes right through the farm that this really? um, that this hut was on. This would be about that time when it's seventy seven. Was it coming? Could around well then? be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, there were no wild barking outside your uh, hut. <laughs> Not that I remember. Well, thank God for that. Well, that's a very nice card. Thank you. Well, thank you for that. Um, I'll do another a quick one of mm. mine now. We're in, we're in Paris, as is yeah, uh, as any fool can see, and it's um, it's Montmartre, it's Sacre Coeur, with a, a sort of a turquoise sky that's been injected uh, on, onto the card. And uh, okay, I'll put a little note on the back of this. This is from 1966, so uh, a good year for postcards. Mm-hmm. Just trying to see what I mean. Oh yes, that's a very strange one. This is from uh, Victoria, and Victoria's writing. She's writing to Worslade Road in Tooting, um, not not far from where I've got a lot of postcards. Mm-hmm. And she's written to Sue, Chris, and Katie, and she's having a marvellous time. She says she's been up Notre Dame Towers, second floor of Eiffel Tower, and Gallery Lafayette. And then I tripped over a roundabout yesterday and I suddenly realised I was in the middle of the road, cars all around me, flat on my face. Uh, well, that's, um, that's a trip to Paris you're not going to forget. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, that was, that was Victoria's experience um, uh, of being in Paris. And, and why not? How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're listening to Podcast in the Past, the postcard podcast. And my guest today is Jonathan Gibbs. Now, here's the surprise. We've received a postcard. Oh, wow. And um, this one says... Please could you play the following records, if possible, before April the 26th, because I go back to school then. One, Written on the Wind, Roger Daltrey. Two, Open Brackets, Don't Fear, Close Brackets, The Reaper, Blue Oyster Cult. Three, How's That, Sherbert. Thanks in anticipation, Bernie Jackson, No Relation. P.S. I would like a medium-sized T-shirt. Well, sorry, Bernie, we, we don't take requests. Now, Jonathan, let's get back to your postcard stories. Yes. You've got something that is going to make our head spin here. So what's this one? So this is a postcard from 1991. Uh, The front is a quite traditional holiday resort postcard. It is the front. uh, It says where it's from. It is Almeria, um, and it is the front of a sort of uh, stuccoed, uh, old uh, local house with lovely tiles and some kind of climbing tree up the front and some little old windows and it's got that classic holiday trope of a scrawled arrow showing where the person is staying and that usually is oh, a huge yes, hotel yes, yes, which yes, is like yes, this is our, our window here um, but this say? has got scrawled on I think therefore I am here I think Oh. which is a clue to what's going to happen I think we're when we turn with clever, it over. Clever, clever teenagers. Clever we? teenagers, indeed. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, a postcard from my dear old school friend Neil Cole, who still we you know we still get um, cards from each other on on holiday now, and. Um, not, not Neil Cole, the, the presenter, television presenter. Yes, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Um, I used to work with Neil many years ago. Oh, OK, yeah. In absolutely. a very brief and ships-in-the-night kind of way. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Um, very, uh, he's done music and extreme sports and yep, those, yep. those kind of things. Formula oh, well, there E you at are. the moment. Send, send him my regards. Absolutely. He won't remember me. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure he will. Um, and so it's addressed, it's got the, the Essex addressed in red, Inglaterra. Um, and then the my name is John Gibbs, and it's got Dear Ken John Gibbs, and that's okay. a, that's an in joke clearly yes. because um, well, it, in fact, it's too long to explain why. But my <laughs> my nickname was was Ken at school, oh, um, and then me. so that you know that it's slightly des- you know the the lettering is is interesting, but the actual text of the postcard is written in a spiral, brilliant, starting at the outside and going all the way into the middle, which means it makes it very very difficult to read far yeah. more fun to write than it is to read but it really engages you doesn't absolutely, it you can't yes. you've got to yeah. hold on to that while you yeah yeah and you've got brilliant. to turn it around and he's made the effort he's really pushed. absolutely yeah i love it yeah yeah and so and yeah with the with he i would have given as much as i got so when i say <laughs> that this is the clever teenager it's the trope of the performative postcard there you go that's a good um, it's the it. postcard which is uh, if it was a letter 
it would just be between me and you, and, yes. you know, like a love letter or a friendship letter, and whatever you put in there is for your eyes only. But this is here are our, isn't it fun when our in jokes are broadcast to the postman yeah. and and they will roll their eyes and yeah. they won't get it, man, because yeah, yeah. they're too old and square. Um, but and it's just openly playful as well, though, actually, exactly, isn't yeah. it? Just a nice. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. what shall I do? How shall I make this interesting? Yeah, yeah, and because you know maybe his mum had said, "Oh, come on, Neil, you know we're on holiday. He's on holiday with his mum, and you know you need to send a, send a few postcards. Send one to Jonathan." It's like, yeah, yeah. Okay, mum. Yeah. So yeah, so some fun was had, and uh, so I won't read all of it, but it starts, "Dear Blossom." Uh, and the the sign off at the end. I is forgot a, that's the name we should call you. <laughs> well, I'd forgotten pretty much too. And the sign off at the end is a is a squiggle that's actually a petal. So our nicknames we were in a band together, and our sort of band names were Blossom and Petal. And, right. and until I found this postcard in the shoebox, I'd forgotten which one of us was Blossom and which one was Petal. So clearly, right. I was Blossom. <laughs> so you know, um, there's lots of information there about I I had been on. I think I'd spent a year abroad in France. There's reference to that. He's talking about um, a, a student play that he's going to be in, oh, okay. uh, University of Bristol, the the Crucible. That's there. Um, so there's, you know, there's lots of information. So you're and, a little bit older than I thought. There, you're not. Yeah, you're not twelve. You Ninety-one. Know. No, I think we're sort of. Um, ni- I'm a, I'm ashamed to say we're nineteen. Right. Um, I'll say <laughs> Um, Look, you could win an award as an experimental novelist with writing absolutely, like that. Absolutely, yeah. On. It's 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 um, balancing that on the on the edge between teenage precocity and uh, adult yeah. um, precocity. If it was yeah. in French, it would have got the Nobel exactly, Prize. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I think. I mean, I I picked this because uh, again, it's one that I've kept. You know, you shove these things in a shoebox. And at a certain point, you go through and you chuck out some of them and keep some of them. Um, and as well as some, you know, love letters tied up with ribbons, there are there are postcards from friends and postcards from Neil that that represent who we were and how we how we um, interacted with each other yes. and at that time. And, and and if you if you go into the love letters tied up with ribbons, you might shudder. Yeah. But if you pick up a postcard, <laughs> you probably won't. No, it's I probably that's, okay because it was always semi-public. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I did get advance notice that you were, you were bringing this card, and I, I I went into my extraordinary filing system, mm. marked up uh, vintage postcards, orthography, mm-hmm. strange writing, yeah. and I found one from. I, mean, I shouldn't really be doing this. It's not going to be about showing off. Mm. Nineteen fifteen. Wow. So a little bit earlier, uh, from Mister. No, from from someone we don't know, anonymous mm. person, to Mister Whittle. Of Sandpit Farm, Henley Road, Ipswich, and they've they've played the same game. Wow, that's incredible! The only difference is they start in the middle uh, and work their way out. Oh dear! <laughs> did you did you decode did you decode that puzzle? Find the love, and there's lots of X's at the end, so it's obviously a yeah. There's love in there, isn't there? It's it's referring to the picture on the other side. Oh, which okay. Is sort of cutesy. Oh, uh, yeah. A boy and a girl love yeah. scene. Yeah, and. Um, it's saying, wouldn't it be great if you had someone like that? Do you a a a kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. These Edwardian cards tend, or not, well, actually, post Edwardian, but these yeah. early cards, they they like a lot of um, what what you might call sort of not suggestive. Sounds like they're actually rude, but mm. um, kind of hint, hinting, hinting yeah. at um, a, a, a cheeky romance. Yeah, kind of is thing. there anyone special? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the, another card that I, I've, I've one that I could have brought in has got mirror writing. Ah, um, very good. Was, I don't know if you have any of those in your in your files. <laughs> don't and, ask. Don't ask. <laughs> uh, the mirror writing one, 
I don't. That's hard work. It's hard work. And what's interesting is that it um, it was very very close call. It was it was my third choice. <laughs> um, it's addressed to a couple who were friends of my grandfather's by a person unknown. Um, it's it was addressed with their name but not their address. It was stamped but not posted. And when I spoke to my mother about it and uh, sort of sent her a photo of it, she said, oh, yeah, Bob and Dot. No, they, Bob worked with your grandfather in code breaking in the war. Goodness me. So, which I knew, I knew he'd been involved in that. And suddenly it clicked with the mirror writing. Yes, yes, and yes. and there's, me- there's reference to smoke signals and stuff wow. like that. So it was clearly just a very, very low-key, pl- again, playful you know, at that point, probably that wouldn't have been common knowledge, but it's a way of saying you and I know. Yes, and yes. here's a what we're doing mirror writing is just a reference to, to coding. So um, something that just seems really eccentric. Yeah, actually had some meaning behind it exactly. if you knew. If yeah. you knew. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and oh. so post and of course postcards. It's that public private thing again, isn't it? In in a way, postcards will have to co- encode anything really important. Yes, in, yes. In a manner, in all manner of ways. Yes, yes, and. Um, I mean, in Edwardian times, they use all kinds of codes, all these dots and dashes, or or if you both understood uh, shorthand. Yeah, and it, well, that goes back to Alan Bennett and Burma, and you, you know all, oh, the, all, all these the, uh, yeah, acronyms. Yeah, be upstairs, ready, my angel, and that yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think some of these are made up, though. They're a bit like there's uh, um, uh, a murder of crows and things. Didn't some someone just make these up? Oh, in, yeah. Years yeah. later. Oh, so it's it's sad to say it, you're probably true. <laughs> the plowman's lunch syndrome. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Oh, well, um, thank you very much um, for, for showing me these cards, for sharing them. Not at uh, all. I think it's, it's actually, they're, they're making my head spin a bit, literally, <laughs> which is a good thing, I think. Maybe we should put a pin in that one and spin it around. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you for sharing them also with our listeners. Um, reminding you, everyone at home, you can look at these cards and you'll be able to see a, a spinning message um, if you go to the blog, which is postcardfromthepast.co.uk. Now, before we let Jonathan out into the genuinely blazing Fitzrovia sunshine. Um, it is customary for us to end the show with one of these. Um, I'm, I'm, ha- I'm handing an object to Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is, I mean, you, you, I'm sure you know what this is. It's a flexi-disc. Well, it's, it's kind of a, it's a not very flexi-disc. Right. Uh, because it... it's cardboard, not uh, thin, yeah. Yeah. Uh, whatever you'd call that, thin, thin vinyl. Yeah. Um, but it's a postcard. It's a postcard with grooves. Yeah, and um, this one I think is Hungarian, if I've if I've looked correctly. And um, young Tom has prior knowledge of this, and and he has I think made a digital file. Goodness me! Does it say what the music is? Does it say on the card what the music is? I'm oh, sorry. Um, choir and orchestra of the State Folk Ensemble, conducted okay. by Imre Kjensky. Oh, well, he was very good, Imre. It's a bit scratchy. It's, it's, it's taken a bit of a battering on the way from yeah. Budapest. But I always say the same thing. It's not bad for a piece of cardboard. Oh, absolutely. This has never been sent, this one, obviously. Yeah. Bought and, bought and held on to, bought and loved. The most recent addition to my vinyl collection is uh, a 12-inch that is a tran- that is a recording 
of my parents-in-law's wedding. Um, wow. We're celebrating their 60th wedding anniversary in two weeks' time. It must have been recorded to 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 tape. A quarter inch or something. And then transferred wow. to, to vinyl. The vinyl is from the time. Yes. Goodness and so me. now my job is to transfer the vinyl back to digital <laughs> so that we can have extracts from it playing at the 60th wedding anniversary wow. party. It just makes you, you know, there the is I- something circular about <laughs> yeah, that, absolutely. and not just the record. <laughs> Goodness me! So just just remind of yourself what we had is an illustration of a a, a girl in uh, she's been collecting grapes, I think. She's Watching not, not grapes. Quite, watching grapes. Yes, maybe that's just the the way it's described. Yeah. Well, I think she's come to an end, so (laughs) we'll have to say that's it for this time on Podcast from the Past. I'd very much like to thank my first-class guest, uh, Jonathan Gibbs, for sharing the postcards from his past. And thank you, Jonathan, and thank you for listening. Bye for now. You can see more postcards with their messages posted every day on Twitter. Do follow me, at Past Postcard. And you can buy the book, Postcard from the Past, by me, Tom Jackson, at Amazon and all good booksellers. And if you're looking for podcast production, check out wardorstudios.co.uk. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.